Shall we just begin to thank God this evening? Just thank Him for yet another session. This is uh, yet another day. We went out this morning to our various or our respective places of work. We came back safely. Just thank Him because He helped us, you know. The water we drank was safe, the food we ate today was safe. The oxygen is done by any means hormones. We see if we understand just how much God does for us each and every day, we would um, spend more time thanking Him. The same roads that you passed today, the same places you went today, some persons went there and they didn't get come back home. And just thank Him. Thank him because he's just a lovely God. Thank him because you are healed and you are healthy. A preacher was preaching and he said he has come to the conclusion that man is too expensive to be maintained by man. What that simply means is if you had to pay for the oxygen that you breathe in daily, you would come to realize that even the richest person on earth would not even be able to afford it over a con if over a continued period of time. So again, I say, give thanks, bless His holy name, give Him adoration, give Him praise. This evening we shall be talking on a topic. I'm very sorry that I sound really low. It's been a very long day. This evening we shall be talking on a topic called worries about the future. Worries about the future. Worries about the future. In case for those of you that uh hear my voice for the very first time, my name is Onua Vagbios, I'm going to Israel. And um by God's grace, I would be the one to talk to us. It will be have an opportunity to bring the word to us this evening and I pray that the Lord indeed um, speaks to us this evening in Jesus name Amen worries of the future so I've come to realize something in my 20 something years of existence yeah, I said 20 something because, of course, I'm not telling my age, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you. Alright, I've come to realize that the, the things that we are worried about, the things that keeps us awake at night, the things that we constantly bring up in our prayer points are not things that are for now. Like, there are no things that are currently happening. There are things that we want to happen, you know. So, I feel like for every youth, the constant thought of, would I ever make it? When would I make it? 
when would I this? When would I that? When would I be able to say, yes, I have achieved this and I've achieved that? I feel like these are the things that are, should I say, consistent or these are the things that always comes up in our line of thoughts, you know? So these are the things that we allow to stay on our minds at every point in time. So as opposed to focusing on what God can do for us, what God is doing for us, what God has done for us, we shift our focus and we focus it on what is yet to happen and the things that we want to happen, you know? So it is. it then becomes easy for the devil to sell us um, should I term it an alternative and then we hop on to that alternative what we are simply doing is we are robbing from ourselves to pay ourselves then at the end of the day we are unable to catch up with ourselves so then we have to pay the price some persons the ultimate price for that is death what do I mean you see a lot of yahoo boys you see a lot of internet first stars you see a lot of ritualists you get to realize that they never really live for a very long time you just see that you just hear that this person was rich for a period of time and after that he died so you then ask yourself what do you gain if at the end of the day you gain the old one and then you lost your soul because the devil would not tell you that half the things that you are doing are have consequences you know it is so bad they even go ahead to tell you some of the consequences and then you are still willing to get into it you know some come up with this with the idea of the, the slogan i just want to have money Kishati low as you're about to say i saw a movie i saw a movie here some months ago on one of these dstv stations and um this guy in his lineage they live for a very long time they're usually very very old you know they lived for a very very long time so it is in their gene and um there's one that they really do not live long but then they get really 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 rich you know like they get exceedingly rich you know so the one that lives for a very long time went to consult kabbalist and he said he wants to he wants to have money that being alive for a very long time and not having money makes no sense to him but he just wants to have money so what happened they said you want to have money say yes you are willing to do anything he said yes unknown to him that 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 same day the um person that always always having money but never living for long came so what happened was that one that was never lived so long said he wants to be living long. That was the essence of having so much money and not being alive enough to spend it. So there was an exchange was made unknown to the two parties. The one that had long life was given money. And the one that had money was given long life. Now, over time, the one with a lot of money began to the one that didn't have money before that now started having money now began to realize that persons in his family started dying like real quick so he was not understanding what was going on now the one that had money realized that businesses started to fail a lot of things started to go wrong and but then persons in his family were not particularly dying 
So he didn't understand this chemistry. He didn't understand what had happened. Then they went, the, the, both of them at their own respective times, went back to the herbalist to make inquiries as to what happened. When they got there, that's when they got to realize that there was an exchange. An exchange was made. So, why was there a need to tell that story? In life, basically, we have to we have to understand that God has a time for everything. So, God will not entrust into your hand something that He knows will destroy you. So that is why it takes us through a process of capacity building. He prepares you for that which you are preparing for. But then if you have not been taught, if he has not, if he has not taught you, if he has not, if he has not, if he has not prepared you for, for that which you are praying for, if it is delivered into your hands, it will burn your hands. You see the life of a child. A child does not. A child does not wake up in the morning and then. You, know, you don't give birth to a child today and then the next minute the child starts working. There is indeed a process. So when a child starts working, he understands the journey. He, he understands what he had to go through to get to that point. Scripture says all things work together for good according to those who are called according to so for those who are called according to his purpose. All things work together. Now, in the thing called all things, is an equation called the good and the bad. So, what is happening to you presently might not be good for you, but then it is it might not be good to you, but then it is good for you. Because scripture says all things work together for your good. So, the end result, you are sure of it. So, can I beg you that, can I beg that you remove your mind from the process? As a matter of fact, enjoy the process, love the process. And through this process, jot things down. Take pictures of the present circumstance. So that when you get to the place where God now takes you to, you now look back at the place you are coming from and then there is an understanding and there's there's room for, 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 for you for you for you to really appreciate God to know what He's doing for you. So these worries that we keep on disturbing ourselves with, how does it help us? It does not help us at all. Scripture says in Philippians 4 verse 6, Philippians 4 verse 6, it says that, it says, be careful for nothing, but in everything in, by prayer and supplications and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Now he then went further to say in verse 7 that and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honored or are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So not only have we been told what to do when these worries come, because it's a natural phenomenon. It is natural for a growing adult to begin to think and begin to worry about what is going to happen next. It is very, very natural. That's right. The scripture says that you should be anxious for nothing. But in prayer and in supplication, in thanksgiving and in supplication, make your, make your request known unto God. Now, 
as opposed to thinking about these things, can I just advise you that you obey the Bible and talk to God about the prayer, about these things? See, we must understand that prayer is not, uh, the, I really cannot, the, the way I see it, yeah? It's not scripted. So, come to God exactly the way you are. Do not make an attempt to come to God and be, because, okay, you see that when this person wants to go and go to God, go to God, the person does this, the person does that. Come to, see, that problem, that thing that you have in your heart, God wants to hear you say it. So, come to Him and express these things. Praise God. So, you are worried. There, There's a lot of things on your mind. There are a lot of things that you really, 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 really would love to discuss about. There are a lot of things that you need answers to. So why then are you disturbing yourself about... Why are you disturbing yourself with these things? Instead of you to just go to the one who has the answers, the keys to everything that you're asking. So you need God to help you. Go to him and ask these questions. Father, I am confused. Father, I do not know what to do. Help me. Help me. What do I do? This is when you have come to God with all of these worries that he now assures you. See, uh, see, as far as it is written in the Bible, then you can hold God to it. Do you understand? As far as it is written in the Bible, you can hold God to it. So if he has said that you should not be anxious for anything, if he has said that you should make your, make your request known by thanksgiving, now, you might, ask your, you might ask yourself a question, how can I think when I'm so much worried? Now, it is easy to think, see, Yoruba says, what that simply means is, if you really know how to think, you will know how to think. That's to thank God, because... You thank God, you look at where you were before. So you understand that at every point in time in your life, everything that you achieve in your life is a prayer point that you once upon had. So I will make you understand that your present circumstance is a testimony through a prayer point, a prayer you prayed years ago. But because human wants and needs are insatiable, when we achieve that which, which we feel will make us satisfied when we achieve that which we make we feel will make us um we give this level this great level of satisfaction we realize that okay yes is this is that all i want more do you understand do you understand that is why you see a person that becomes a millionaire today for years it took him years to become to become a millionaire so he makes his first million like oh what is this it okay yeah, i'm happy but then there's more to be done. And then he goes and then he establishes more businesses and he keeps on growing. A billion comes like, okay, well, I could, I could make a billion dollars. A billion dollars comes I'm like, okay, let's see, let's see how far we can go in this journey. Do you understand? So, because human wants and needs are insatiable, we forget the fact that the life that we're currently living, the, our present circumstance is a testimony to a prayer point we prayed years ago. So if God has said in Philippians 4 verse 6 that you should make your request known and he has also promised you in verse 7 that a peace that passeth all understanding will come upon you, then believe, trust me when I say that that wasn't a joke. So if after you have prayed you do not feel that peace, you cannot hold God to it to say, Ah, Father, 
you said i should cast all my cares upon you for you care for me you say i should do this you say i should do that but how then do i still feel this way why then do i still feel that way why then is this why then is that then it begins to make you understand that okay this is this this is this then you begin to have this you don't understand so i will beg you in all that you do in all that you do ensure that you read yourself from wanting so much more and you forget about what the lord has already done for you so enjoy the process yeah it is not enjoyable yes but make it a make it a deliberate act to say me i would i would enjoy this process i will thank god through this process so i will tell you something me uh me and my friend weeks ago we were trusting uh, okay let me, let me let me talk about myself weeks ago i was um asking I, I was going to budget some cash for shopping for because i like to look good yeah i feel like oh, of course looking good is good good business everybody likes to look good you know i was like okay there's a need to get a shoe but then shoes are expensive now okay there's a need to get uh oh shoes rather there's a need to get some shirts there's a need to get this there's a need to get that and you need to get this and all of these things by the time i summed up everything in my mind they were already approaching a thousand a hundred thousand there now i must say that all of my needs are in thousands and all of sorry all of my needs are in millions and all of my all of my income right now is in thousands yeah <laughs> but then i smile because i trust god i trust god i trust god completely there are days that it is hard there are days where yes i'm enveloped by these thoughts of when will i achieve these things that i read about when will i become that man that will be reckoned with in society and to say okay yes no when we are counting rich men that man also is a rich man you know when would i begin to give to charity when will i begin to this when we have to begin to do that see scripture says who by worrying is has been able to add even a cubit you see if you keep on worrying all those are plenty of worries 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 ask yourself what does it do for you i know i know one of the things it does for you it makes you look old it gives you wrinkles uh, it makes you begin to have high bp so they are looking at you you are very very young but then you're having high bp uh -huh. so there are a lot of things that are just wrong with you you are eating but then it's not showing on your body because don't tell me that is not possible but it's not, it's not possible because i've gone through it i was steady eating i was steady eating but then i was losing weight that was like the period in my life that i can say that yes well israel you lost weight because i was eating but then it was not showing in my body at that point because i kept on thinking thinking about things that i could do nothing about truth of the matter is this there is really nothing even if i think about it from t tomorrow see we will say yes not thinking about it looks as though makes it look as though we are not serious with our life yoruba will say are you or um um uh, or kailara something like that but that's really not the truth you are thinking about it these things are pressing in your heart but then you have 
committed these things to God and then you trust God totally because you know that he is capable of doing the, bringing these things to pass. So then you just, at every point in time, you are just smiling. The devil does not understand. Nobody understands why. But then your reason for that is in Philippians 4 verse 7. The peace that passes all understanding. So that simply means that it is not given for a man to understand why you are calm within a storm. You are calm about these things that are yet to come. See, scripture says that we are to say things that are not as though they were. Because we have the creative ability in our tongue. So one of the things that we get to learn through Slavish chapters and all of that. See, the creative ability, that is the ability to speak things forth, is in our tongue. So, even as you lay these worries at the feet of God, even as you cast all your cares upon God, I would want you to take out time each and every day to confess these things that you want to see into your life. I've often said that great men became great even before the world began to call them great. Because each and every day they woke up, they woke up with a certain level of optimism. Even when things seemed as though they were not going the, the way God they wanted it to go, they kept on believing, they kept on pressing. So, I go back to the story of clothes, yeah? So, those were the things that was pressing in my mind for a long time. Like, okay, yeah, so, so if I just do this, if I just do that, if I just do this. Now, I had prayed that, you know, God provides. How it was going to happen, I don't know. There's something happened. Someone was um, to relocate. And then he called me, called a couple of us, and it's like, we should come to his house. By the time I came home, everyone that saw me in the house thought that... Look, so, Marty said to me, I saw you with a lot of bags, but I know that you're not starting earning so much to just, go and, to just go and buy all those things all at once. So, what is going on? Because I came home with a three-piece suit. I came home with a jacket. I came home with another suit, I came home with shirts, I came home with a wristwatch, I came home with caps, I came home with a lot of things, a cap rather, I came home with Agbada, as in I came home with shoes. So, just on Monday, I looked at how many things that I had gotten in the last couple of days and I was, I was shocked and I was in awe. Because a couple of weeks ago, these were things that I prayed about. But then, because I said, because we know that human wants and needs are insatiable. Just as I was thinking about that, I was also thinking, okay, yes, I will actually need, there's a little need to this, actually need to that. But can I just advise that you please pause at every point in time, pause at every point in time to thank God for how far he has brought you. It doesn't make it doesn't need to make sense to your neighbor, but it makes sense to you. Uh, Mr. was said, Man may not understand how far you brought me. They may not understand. And truth of the matter is, is nobody needs to understand. But then what that simply means is um the the, the, the matter of your life you understand. Mm. So sometimes people see you expressing some level of gratitude they do not understand your reply sometimes should be that you understand and god understands
See, because nobody really would understand or know where the where, where the thing bites as much as you would. So, I beg you, do not allow the enemy, do not allow the devil steal away your joy. Do not allow the enemy steal away your joy. So, one of the things, one of the reasons why, one of the factors or one of the ingredients that, one of the, the catalyst, sorry, the catalyst of um, this um, anxiety. Okay, so catalyst in this, in this um, case now would be the speed the, what, what speeds up the reaction because we have also said in chemistry that um, a catalyst either reduces or speeds the reaction now this one what speeds up what um, propels this anxiety this worry in our life is that thing called fear years ago as a teenager somebody preached a sermon and he defined fear he said fear is an acronym for false evidence appearing real false evidence appearing real if you go to the book of Revelations, the book of Revelations says, um, just for saying, I implore of you, buy of me gold. I implore of you, buy of me gold. What that simply means is that that commodity called gold, in other words, that thing, that thing, that thing that you feel that will, when it would make you satisfied, will make you happy, yeah, is only available with God. God is the only custodian of that commodity. So that's why I said, I implore of you, buy of me gold. Yes? So it simply means that if you go round, around, 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 getting that thing you call gold, it might not, it is not good because the commodity belongs to God. So until you come to God, you cannot get access into, you cannot gain access to the real thing. Praise God. That's why you see when. A young lady or a young man has been scarred a lot in past relationships by persons that didn't really understand the meaning of love. When they now begin to, when a brother or a sister of of Zion, when a when a good man or a good woman now comes into contact with them and tries to love them the way God will have you, I will have persons love them. They feel as though they are about to be scammed, or they feel as though they are not worthy of that level of love. Because now this is a little bit of digression. Because you cannot say that you want to be loved, you want to be cherished, you want to be treated right, and then you are going to a person that has no relationship with love. What is love? God is love. How do I know God is love? How do I know God is love? First John 4 verse 8 He that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love. First John 4 verse 8 So you cannot say that you love a damsel or you love a man and then you do not love God because God is indeed love. So I feel like this is for someone listen to me right now. Regardless of what you have gone through in past relationships regardless of what it is that regardless of how you feel understand that love will yet find you and then you'll be grateful to God that love indeed found you because you are worthy of love praise God now back to what we're talking about so we say fear is false evidence appearing real so it simply means now that 
that same fear that you that same fear of ah i might not amount to anything in life that drives you to go and get that thing that you feel is the right thing is the same that is that same wrong thing that you want to get that most times destroy you See, scripture says the blessings of the lord make it rich and add no sorrow the blessings of the lord make it rich and add no sorrow it makes you rich and adds no sorrow so it will not make sense to me that somebody will tell me that um, Israel, I'm going to give you two million dollars, but then you must not spend a nera on so so and so number of persons, or so so and so person we have to die, and so so and so this number of this. That definitely is not from God. See, persons that have said God's time is the best, they are not mad. So those that are currently mocking you, those that are currently looking at you like, mm, this one, you have no money. And then you two, you are thinking of going out of your way now to impress <laughs> to impress men. And then so you impress a man, at the end of the day, you now lose your relationship with God. Then what exactly have you gained? What exactly have you gained? So you'll be doing yourself a whole lot of good if you take out time to just thank God you know let go of that worry allow god's peace locate you and god's peace cannot locate you if you do not take out time to see see prayer is an exchange yeah so if for every time you pray you are exchanging a part of you for a part of him so if you go to the altar to say yes i want to pray or if you say now you want to go on your knees to pray what you are doing is you are exchanging a part of you for a part of him so it's becoming less so it's, that, that equation now what you're having there is less of you and more of him because you need more of him as a matter of fact you need as much of him as you can get to cope in this very perverse world and this evil world that we currently are in See, lay no treasure to this present age. Lay no treasure to this earth. We are sojourns. We are, we are, we are, we are pilgrims here. This is not our destination. When Apostle Paul said, I have fought the good fight, I have finished, when now I wait for me is a crown of righteousness. The crown is not here on earth. So when the devil tries to sell you all of his lies, when the devil tries to make you confused as though you are not, you didn't hear expressly in the word of God that you should cast all your cares upon God for he cares for you. When the devil tries to do all of that, you shut him up. And the way to shut him up is by knowing the scripture. So your entire focus should be on Philippians 4 verse 8. So, you want to know what you are supposed to be focusing your mind on. It is there in Philippians 4 verse 8. Just focus there. So, as I say these things, I'm saying them to myself as well. As much as possible, you must try. Now, even as you are trusting God for all of these, can I just say that you confess the things that you want to see? 
Have a graphical image. Have a pictorial image. Have it in your head. God, this is where you are taking me. And you are thanking him for it. You are thanking him for it. You are thanking him for it. And then you do not you do not subject yourself to a mediocre kind of mindset. And can I just say this now that you cannot be praying to God for a miracle. You cannot be praying to God for open doors. You cannot be praying to God for prosperity and then you fold your hands and do nothing. Yes, what do you mean? Can a man help God? Now, you say that you need a job and then you had opportunities to go to school, you had opportunities to learn a skill, you had opportunities to just get something going in your life and then you refused to. So you stayed at home and then you said to yourself, you know what, today I'm just going to be in my house, I'm just going to chill, I'm just going to this, I'm just going to that, you know. God, God, God has got me. Love Matthew says that <laughs> he says, uh, "What's the God?" Love Matthew says this: anything that is zero is zero. Hmm? And this is to tell you anything raised to the power of zero is one. So what that simply means is you are a single entity. Yeah. If you if you decide not to add any skill, eh? now adding a skill now has nothing to do with what you studied in school. Forget about that thing you studied in school. Now, when you come out of school, you realize that there are skill sets, there are professional exams, there are things that you must do to take you to ensure that you are knocking at the doors that you want to see. If you are see. A mentor sent to me yes last year when I was telling him some of the plans, when I showed him some of the plans I had. And he said to me, it was very, very it was very, very blunt. He said to me, some of these things have not come to you because you are not worthy of them. So it took a very long time for me to understand what he meant. Like, ah, what do you mean worthy of them? Like, she be, she be, that's why it's supposed to be like a miracle. See, you cannot say that you want to be qualified for a job and then you do not do what is needful to ensure that you are qualified for that job. See that that a man diligent in his work. He shall stand before kings and not me men. Diligent in his work. So you cannot say now that you are waiting for a door to open unto you and then you are not doing that which is necessary. Now doing that which is necessary in this case now will be to ensure that you are preparing yourself. So if I say now that I want to become a director sometime in the future, a good way to start would be to volunteer in the drama department. A director of a drama, for example, for example, you can be a volunteer in the drama department. From there, you begin to gather skills like, okay, you hear that there's an editing, there's a, there's a directing a school of directing, of directing of movies, you know. You apply to that school, you begin to learn, you have a certificate, then you see that okay they need volunteers for a particular uh, drama you volunteer there you gain experience there then you will hear that okay there's another exam that needs to be written if you write it it stands you a chance you know that now but tell me you've done all of this you now for example see a prominent person that is looking for um 
a director with such and such number of years of experience and you apply for that job, you get it. What has happened is preparation met opportunity. Now, opportunity goes to waste when preparation is not prepared. What that simply means is if I'm praying for a if I'm praying for an opportunity for to showcase myself to the world, I have to ensure that in my own secret place, I have been doing everything possible to ensure that I, when that opportunity comes, I do not make it, I do not make waste of it. I do not really waste to it, you know, because it would be a shame for you to say now that, okay, you got the job, but then you're unable to retain the job because you didn't know what was happening in the job. So, what that simply means is God in his, if God will not um, an account of his sovereignty do that do for you what you are meant to do for yourself that which you need to um, knock at certain doors have been provided have been given to you all you need to do now is to ensure that you make use of the mind you make use of the connections you make use of the knowledge that he has given you grace to gather all the years of your existence see you now begin to pray for direction that is where direction and uh, alignment with purpose comes into play because sometimes what majority of us need is not even a job what majority of us need is just a clear instruction as to what we are supposed to do with our lives that is going to that is going to honor god and at the same time bring money to our pockets to understand so let go of the worries trust god completely love him from the bottom of your heart just give thanks at every point in time 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 even as we close this evening shall we just begin to thank god for how far he spoke to her the words that have come to us this evening Shall we don't begin to just promise God that going forward we shall we shall not spend time worrying. We shall indeed spend more time thanking Him, thanking Him for what He has done for us, knowing that our present circumstance, our present reality is a testimony to that which we prayed for at a certain point in time. So bless your holy, bless his holy name this evening. Give him praise, give him adoration. Oh, I believe that somebody is still praying. Oh, just thank him this evening. Thank him this evening. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him because this is indeed. An opportunity. Thank him for being a part of this community, steady life community. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him because it is not it's not by chance that you are here and connected to this channel this evening. And God had a purpose for you to get connected here this night, this evening, and that is why you are here this evening. So thank him. Bless his holy name, give him praise, give him adoration. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Give him praise. Give him adoration. Hey, Heavenly Father, we say thank you. Bless your holy name, O oh God. 
Oh Father, we say thank you. Bless your holy name, O oh God, and bless your holy name. I exalt your exalted name, O oh God. Hey Father, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey Father, we thank you, 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 thank you. Let us thank God for the pioneer of this great movement. Let's ask that the message of God, that His blessings, His grace, continue to rest upon this brother. Let's thank him for uh, the persons that work tirelessly behind the scenes to ensure that this um, platform thrives. Let's thank him because we know that he will indeed draw more men and then this movement shall by no means be quenched or be stopped. Let's bless his holy name this evening, give him praise, give him adoration. For in Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Every Father will say thank you. We say be the exalted, be the glorified. Father, we bless your holy name because this is indeed another opportunity. We thank you for how you spoke to us this evening. Father, we thank you because you would, these words will not just be words that we will hear, but then this shall be words that shall become living words in us and they will come doing words in us in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. The grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be that with us now forevermore. Amen. Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall. Oh, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for tuning in this evening. God bless you. Till we meet again on Friday, my name is Onu Wavagbe Usamagbe Israel. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for connecting. And um, we hope to see you on Friday as well. And on the group, we hope to have more engaging discussions with you on the group. God bless you. Come on, lift your hands if you seek them. I will see you.